Hey y'all, this is Culture Soup, where tech, culture, and business collide. It's a podcast that spoons up everything hot from social media. I'm your host, L. Michelle Smith, and each episode, we bring you some of the most notable and not yet notable thought leaders in tech, business, and culture. January 2018, I found myself in the Big Apple in New York City at a dinner keynoting with several other prominent figures, speaking to several public-facing individuals who were interested in how to expand their brands, their personal brands. To my right was a gentleman named Jamie Roberts. It's the first time I'd ever met him. Jamie is a radio ad sales manager in New York City, the largest market in the nation. Jamie is also a comedian. And man, is he funny. But Jamie and I, although we met that night, got to know each other a little bit better a little later on. That night, he leaned in and told me if I ever needed anything to just call. He spoke to the group that night about how they could use podcasts to expand their personal brands. Well, I wasn't interested in that at the time at all. I've talked to you a bit about the idea for this podcast, but honestly, I didn't have a desire to do a podcast clear up until two months ago and there's a reason for that that will unfold and I will reveal it a little later but in the meantime at some point I decided that I should and I picked up the phone and I called my friend Jamie and guess what he did he gave me the best advice actionable advice that I could put to work you gotta meet Jamie Not only do I call Jamie friend, I call him my podcast mentor, everybody, Jamie Roberts. It's time for our culture suit moment. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Awesome. So I looked at the threads this morning and I noticed that Tuesday Thoughts, and Tuesday Motivation, both hashtags, are trending mm-hmm. like crazy. And apparently people aren't finished with their Monday Motivation, you know, hashtag, <laughs> and they want to move it into yeah. Tuesday. So there's a hunger yeah. out there for this thing. Maybe there are a lot of people out there grinding or trying to make it somehow. What do you think? Yeah, I know they are. I think I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I'm proud of you because you're a radio executive, right? Tell us about yourself. Correct. Well, I'm sales manager here for uh, Cumulus Media in New York. Uh, I interviewed, and maybe this is a little bit of a motivation for you, I interviewed for a promotions job. And when I came in, they said, no, we want you to work with our new uh, R&B station, Radio 103.9, with Tom Joyner in the mornings and D.L. Ugly in the afternoon. So I started there. I didn't know what I was walking into because I've never done radio sales before. Oh. Um, so I walked in, interviewed with the head honcho of the, of the company at the time. 
uh, black man. His name is Jonathan Mason. He went to Norfolk State. I went to Hampton, so it was a little bit of a rival there. There you go. Uh, go Pirates. The real <laughs> HU. Um, and <laughs> so we, we started talking and then I went home and I, I looked up, I looked him up to see who he was and I, I submitted my, my paperwork. I said, yeah, let me, let me, let me try my hand at this radio thing. Yeah. And that was four years ago. Wow. Uh, and I've seen a lot come and I've seen a lot go, but within those four years I've become the top seller for the, for uh, right my station. Now. And last year they promoted me to sales manager of the station. So, you know, yeah, you go from just interviewing for a regular job to sales manager in four years. It's like, you know, it's it's mind blowing because I wasn't even supposed to be in this situation. I thought I wasn't going to be in this situation, but the man upstairs had plans for me. There you go. There you go. So what keeps you motivated? Speaking of the man upstairs. Uh, God want to do right by my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the lack of, uh, well, not the lack failure, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to ever fail, mm-hmm. you know, I want to succeed. Success really is what you make it to be. But for me, it's really being able to be, uh, be able to, to tell my story to people, to inspire them. So they know, Hey, anything is possible. You know, just because you think it, you got to still do it. You know right. what I mean? You got to get out there, put the work in. That's part of the grind. Right. And so Absolutely. we put the grind in every day. Um, as you know as well, maybe your listeners don't know, I'm a comedian. Mm-hmm. So that w- I've been on that grind forever. And yeah. it's starting to actually pay off. You know, I'm starting to see bigger shows. I'm starting to be casted in bigger parts. I'm hosting the LOL Comedy Honors Award, mm-hmm. which is like the biggest award show in New York City with everyone possible wow. you could think. It's from Dave Chappelle to Chris Rock to... To, oh, man, Cheryl Underwood wow. to, you know, it's everyone you can think of in comedy. And I'm hosting it. I'm hosting it with Lunell. That's huge. So, Congratulations. Huge. Thank you. Thank you. But it all comes with relationships. Absolutely. It all comes with, you know, putting in the hard work. Mm-hmm. And people are always watching you from afar. People need to know that as well. People That's are watching true. you, especially with social media, mm-hmm. and they're paying attention. They may not. It may not appear right when you want them to, but they're watching and they're they're taking notes and say, hey, what's going on? What's going on with this El Michelle podcast? What are they doing (laughs) on that? You know what I mean? What is Jamie Roberts doing, you Mm -hmm. know, with comedy? And, you know, I got a phone call one day and I didn't think it was real, Mm -hmm. you know, and I was like, are you serious? Because I've known her for over a year. Mm -hmm. The woman who put it together, Marsha Taylor. Thank Mm -hmm. you to her. And she was like, hey, I was online this weekend and what about you hosting an award show? And I was like, what? So my first thought process was, what did she see online? Uh, (laughs) I had to make sure that was right. I'm going ROI, ROI, return on investment. That's awesome. That's right. That's right. And so I said, okay, great. I didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell anyone until I got the the contract in front of me. I don't blame you. And And then when I got the contract, yeah, I took a screenshot and I sent it to my girl. I said, guess what I'm hosting this year? And she called me back. She's like, are you serious? Because last year I was supposed to go to the award show, uh-huh. but I didn't make it to the award show because we were in uh, Miami for her birthday. Okay. So, you know, you know, with the power of social media, you can see everything that's going on without yeah. you even being there. Right. So you see you see everyone there. And, you like, you know, D.L. Hughley was on the station. He was being honored. Uh, Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney's going to be there again this year. George yeah. Wallace. You know, all these big that's names. Awesome. and. We had tickets to go, but we couldn't we couldn't cash them in because we weren't going to be in town. You know what? That sounds like something that happened to me. So I'm going to ask for your prayers because uh-huh. three years in a row I've been invited to Cannes. 
You know, the why, why yeah, aren't, yeah, yeah. To, what, to what's speak, going on? <laughs> to uh-huh. speak, to moderate, to be on a panel, you name it, to do what I do. And each and time make something happened where I didn't go. Mm. I feel like 2019 is going to be different. So it we're is it. Pray on that, it right? is. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is going to be different. We got speaking into there, existence. Right? <laughs> you better use them before they dry up. That's totally, real talk. Totally. <laughs> Yeah, but the Tuesday motivation, I mean, you need it. You know, you need to be motivated every day when you wake up, first of all. You know, the hashtag the hashtag is there for a reason. It should be a Wednesday motivation. It should be a Thursday motivation. Yes. It should be a nighttime motivation because yes. sometimes you don't want to go out, but you have to, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So but it is you, a blessing. How do you keep going? Because if you're a comedian, you've got mm-hmm. nighttime hours. And yes, I do. this is your day job at the radio station. Yes, it so is. So yeah. Well, the radio, the, the radio station is... Yeah, it's 24 hours. Wow. You know, the radio is 24 hours because I get I have clients who are, you know, business owners who don't sleep. I have clients who are party promoters who they're sleeping now, you know, yeah. in the middle of the day. And they're not going to call me till 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. to figure out what's going on with the schedule. How can we get some more promotions or they have a concert coming in town? You know, literally, you know. I have an apartment here in the city that I know I need because I can't go to, I can't go all the way back out to Long Island yeah. because of the commute's too long, you mm-hmm, know? So, mm-hmm. you know, I do sleep, but when I, I, I don't sleep rather, <laughs> but when I do, I sleep hard, you okay. know, I make sure I get my naps in. Um, thank God my train ends at my destination. So if I fall asleep, I'm already where I need to be, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> If they wake me up, I'm already with. Just kept riding, (laughs) kept going. You know, I didn't miss a stop. Nope, I'm where I need to be. Right. Um, And you know, you need to refuel every now and then. Like this Mm -hmm. weekend, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm. There's no comedy. We're going away for a wedding. There's no comedy. There's no radio. And just, you need those breaks every now and then, but not too often. Are you just naturally funny? Does it just come out that way? Or... <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in a funny household. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a very fun... Um, my mom raised three boys. Um, and my grandmother was hysterically funny to me. And, uh, looking back at some of the stuff she said and the stuff that she did during Thanksgiving and, and Christmas time, it was comedy, but no one else was really seeing it like comedy, you know? Because yeah. it was just so in your face type stuff like oh my god I can't believe she did that you know like one time my my little cousin was praying and she was about eight years old at the time she you know oh yes let's have a Yana say the prayer yeah so innocent and cute right yeah of course she's been going to bible school and all that good stuff the prayer went a little too long for grandma she's like can we wrap this up ready the food getting cold during the middle of the girl's But it was so, yeah, it was right on time. I mean, the timing was like someone wrote it into a script, but it was, you know, and I tease her about that all the time, but it's stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's just like, I I love the thing. What I love about comedy is that I make strangers feel good about situations that I've been through that they can relate to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So the truth, the truth in comedy is what makes it really funny. The honesty of it is what really makes it funny because we're sharing a story or or an idea or something that happened to us or we saw that happen 
and we're putting you in that situation now. Mm-hmm. Or you've been through that situation, and you can laugh at yourself, or you can laugh at me, or we can just both laugh together. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have the truth in it, people can identify, identify with it even more. You know, right. I speak a lot about being divorced and, you know, literally, you know, I, I woke up one day and half my stuff was gone. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't know, because it's the truth. You I'm know divorced what I mean? too, like, so you know I know. <laughs> you took half. <laughs> you had the other shoe. <laughs> you took the curtains, you took the, the oven mitts. You know, the spatulas, everything. So, <laughs> but you, you see how you laughing? Because yeah, you, you can identify. You can relate. That's why you laugh. Yeah, like, yeah that's exactly. Real. That's so real. I remember. And you have to be able to relate to it. Timing is everything. So what's the other? Yes, it is. What's the other part of the formula to make people laugh? You have to you have to be enjoying it yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing better than when you see, like, someone having a good time. Right. You know, when someone's mm-hmm. smiling, it's, 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 it's just basic general knowledge. When someone's smiling at you, you want to smile back. Exactly. You know, when someone's laughing, you want to know what they're laughing at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I'm performing, I like to smile a lot. You know, sometimes you got to have, have to have a serious face on. But, you know, even the faces on the smirks are funny. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, you know, that's part of it. That's part of the whole the whole biz. You got to have fun. If you're having fun, someone else wants to have fun with you. So you've been... <laughs> At comedy for a while, you said. How long? Mm-hmm. Uh, I started comedy 2001. Oh, I wow. started getting paid for comedy in 2008. Wow. So, yeah, it was like an apprenticeship. You know what I mean? It was like yeah. an internship, rather, uh, that you didn't get paid for. But, you know, it took some time. I learned the business of comedy. A lot of people don't understand there is a business side mm-hmm. to comedy. Uh, graduating with an accounting degree from from Hampton, I understood business, but I just didn't know how to apply it to a craft, to actually, you know, right. a skill set in comedy. Mm-hmm. And so once I learned that, shout out to my big brother, Talent, who did, who showed me that the formula, somewhat of the formula, and then I picked up on it. Uh, as far as being an owner of what mm-hmm. you do mm-hmm. and not always just being a performer, mm-hmm. you know, so there's a difference. If I own the show that I'm producing, I get the lion's share of the money. Yes. If I'm the performer, I get paid as a performer. Right. You get what I mean? So I the guy it. who, yeah, the, like, like they say, the guy who's producing a concert makes the most money. Mm-hmm. The people who are just performing on the concert just get their cut, no matter exactly. how ticket sales look like or not. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and there's other levels to, to the money that's being made within it. It could be mm-hmm. sponsorships as well. But anyway, so uh, once I learned the business side of it, I was like, this is, this is great. But I did know and I did understand at a very young age that I don't want to be 50 years old telling jokes. Oh. You know, there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. But, you know, you know, cer- I've seen certain comedians and certain performers, you know, that have to keep working. Yeah. In order to keep, you know, food on the table. And that's sad. That's scary. But kind of aged out of true comedy. But I mean, relevance yeah. is important. I mean, you can yes, be you is. can be older and be very funny. That's not what I'm saying. Correct. Correct. But do you want to do that? Right. So you have to figure out a formula and the business side of it to really make it work for you. Mm -hmm. Now, there are people that are saying, yeah, I'm going to perform till I'm 80. Good for you. That works for you. But that's not my formula. Right. You know, I I want to relax. I want to be on the beach. I want to have a good time. I want to perform when I want to perform. I love comedy. It's always going to be around me. I could just produce. Right. You know, I don't have to be in front of the camera all the time. I could Mm -hmm. be behind the camera. Mm -hmm. So we could we could we could take it that route. 
And I think that's where the long run is. The, the long money's in that situation right there. Absolutely. So the show and everything that I write, everything I speak about, sits at the intersection of technology, culture, and business. We talked about the business, and we talked a bit about pop culture mm -hmm. just, just in, in speaking the way we have. But how is technology integrated into what you do, and how do you use it to um, stay motivated or even just do the work that you do? Well, with technology, the 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 this comedy thing is is taken off tremendously because now you don't have to go to a comedy club to see a show. You know, they're actually streaming these shows online. So really? now, yeah. So now you could you could plug because everyone has a, a streaming service. Totally. You know, what I mean, you could plug in, you could plug in and watch it from your living room. Yeah. Uh, which is scary to me because, you know, now I'm being bootlegged right in front of me. You know well, what I mean? Well, <laughs> and I was going to ask you, how do you make money on that? Do you make sure that you have sponsors that sponsor the stream? Yes, mm -hmm. yes, of course. Uh, and sometimes it's paid paid subscription. So mm -hmm. maybe they're paying only $5 a month and they can, they can log on and watch. Uh, but the people who have come to the show, sometimes they're doing on Facebook Live. Yeah. Oh, you got to watch this. You know, <laughs> well, that's streaming too, yeah, you know? And so, so all their friends and family are seeing Jamie Rouse perform, but the person at the show paid to get in. So I can't right. be mad at that. Right. Um, you know, but yeah, technology has changed and it, as they call viral, quote unquote, going viral can actually change your career for good or for, for worse, right. you know, for bad or for worse, because you could have said something that was extremely funny, mm -hmm. you know, and so now everyone wants you on this show or you could have said something that was extremely offensive, mm -hmm. like my man Kramer. Remember mm -hmm. he had his oh, whole N-word <laughs> rant that yes. he did it, you know, at the, uh, uh, what was it? Sunset over yeah. at the, um. Laugh Factory in Cali. Right. So when that happened, it kind of like buried his career for a little mm -hmm. bit. So you know you have to be you have to be wary of who's doing what with the technology around you. Right. You know, and and we always say no videotaping, no recording at the shows, but there's always somebody that you know sneaking and trying to figure out. You're bootlegging me. You know, we've done this already. Yeah. I thought that was like the '80s when we used to right. do the bootleg it's, movies, it's, but it's new. It's new style now because it could be out there so fast. <laughs> Right. It's and, immediate. And, yeah. And it can be on CNN in, in minutes. In minutes. Right. In minutes. Because everyone has their email address. Look at what this guy said. You know, and exactly. it's just, you know, hot topic. And next thing you know, you're on TMZ. And either that or you're getting stomped out on World Star. So you don't know what's going to oh happen. Man. That hasn't happened to you yet, has it? No, no, okay, no, we, no. Not yet. Gonna, not we're ever. not going to have that not happen. We're just not going to. We're not going to speak that into existence. How's that? That's one way to get famous for all right. the wrong reasons, right? stand on the shoulders of some great comedians, right? So when I think mm -hmm. of them, I think Richard Pryor, Red yes. Sox, um, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, I know Bill. Bill. Cosby, yeah. You know, I hate yeah, yeah, I saw. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. credit. I mean, give him credit. He was he's a great comedian. Um, right. Some other things, but we're not talking about that. Right. Um, right. That others. was one. That that was my favorite comedian. Actually, oh my gosh, You know, before all that happened, yeah. Can we talk about how everybody's heart was broken? For whatever reason, some people don't believe he did it. Some people do, but either either way, your heart was broken, right? Yes. Mm. Yeah, and I'm I'm going to tell you, and you know, people say I'm a con conspiracy theorist about it, but what how I viewed it was that they locked up the black father of America. They kind of did. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he was the dad for people who didn't have 
dads growing up. True. And he was the model. He was the model father for people who didn't have a father growing up. Yeah. And it was on television every day. Do you so think they he took somebody his off? Ass up. Do you think they, huh? that he took somebody off? Because oh yeah, he's you know been what? Here's my people thing. off. Here's my thing. I, I think he was doing that stuff. But I think this is what a lot of men in Hollywood were doing. And I wonder mm-hmm. why he got singled out when he did. You know what I mean? Because right, right after that, because he kind of kicked off Me Too before Me Too was Me Too. Correct. <laughs> and then Me Too Correct. happened. And then all right. these big heavies started falling of mm-hmm. all sorts of, you know, ilks. Very, yeah, but they, very they, wealthy, they... very, very white. And mm-hmm. then, you know, I wonder. They just lost their job, though. They didn't, they didn't lose their freedom. Yeah, that's true. Wow. You know, That's they just lost their job. That's a whole culture soup, soup show, right? Yeah, <laughs> man, yeah. So wow. that, that when, when I, you know, and I knew he was going to get locked up because it was mm-hmm. like 50 something women. You can't deny that. Yeah. What do you do? Um, you, you have to acknowledge the elephant in the room. And, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, it was the seventies. People were doing that, mm-hmm. but, and he actually said he did it. So yeah. it's not like he, it's not like he was like, no, I ain't doing it. Yeah. He yeah. said he did it. And this doesn't make um, it right. Let right. everybody know. Does not We're make not saying right. this is right. We're just Correct. saying. Right. Yeah, okay. he did it. Um, yeah. We know so he go did. ahead. What were your questions? I'm sorry. I was going to oh, say. It was your question about the great comedians. You stand on the shoulders of great comedians. I was going to bring it on up. Eddie Murphy. Chris mm-hmm. Rock. I mean. And Chris Rock's going to be there as well. Oh, my gosh. Okay, is this one yeah. streaming? Okay, what do we need mm-hmm. to know? We need to come to New York, don't we? Yeah. What is it happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the actual award show is uh generated by the families of like a Bernie Mac. So the families of Bernie Mac will pick out the the comedian who they believe best represents the legacy of of uh, Bernie Mac. Oh wow. The same thing with Richard Pryor. Okay. Yeah, Malls maybe it's the same, you know, it's a thought process like that. And so they actually present the award to the comedian that night. Mm-hmm. You know, they're flown in, their hotel is taken care of. Um, the, the family members that is, and also the recipients, uh, you know, we have, we have, we have, um, Lamont from Sanford and Son Shut coming. Shut up. Not Lamont. Oh my God. Marla Gibbs is going to be there. I mean, wow. like, like, okay, Marla Gibbs. I'm talking about black legacy okay, wait a minute. when it comes. Yes. Let's talk about Florence. Yes. Florence yes. And, and George Jefferson. Yes. Yes. Nothing like yes. it. Nothing like it. Nothing it was like just it. genius when they brought her on. Right, the, the back and forth, and the 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 um, you know, just just to be in the company of some of these people is just going to be refreshing, and it's just going to be, it's like a you know, the arrival. Yeah, I made it. Yeah. This is it. Yeah, this is it. And well, you know, for you. I've been getting. Thank you. I've been getting. I've been getting phone calls and emails. Just congratulate. But well, let me get through the night first. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's see me make it all the way through. Yeah. And everybody's laughing and smiling. Then we can talk. <laughs> yeah, I'm stopping at all yellow lights. I'm not running any. <laughs> you ain't locking my ass up before we get there. <laughs> Make sure all my taxes oh my are paid up. All I'm, of I'm not it. trying to. All of it. <laughs> I'm prepaid Bill's for first pay. quarter. <laughs> you gonna call you the before slipping. they call you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Took care of the kids. The mom's is good. I'm like, listen, don't play no games. Too funny. I don't do. I don't need any hiccups <laughs> before this happens. Oh, that's too funny. Okay, so yeah. that's November first. By the time this yeah. airs, it'll be like a week from Christmas. So you okay. mentioned that there's yeah. something going on at the Apollo. 
Yes, January. I'm going to be at the Apollo, January 2019. Wow. It is. I'm breaking out. I forgot the date. The date is actually, hold on. It's the okay. first Thursday in 2019, so January 4th. Okay. I'm going to be at the Apollo Theater. Oh, wow. Uh, Have you host, been at the Apollo yet? Is this your first time? I've been there. I've been there, but I've never performed there. And, wow. you know, I've, I've seen other comedians, you know, just I've just been on the sideline watching. Mm-hmm. And to actually get the call, say, hey, yo, listen, we want you to host the show at the Apollo uh, January 4th. And that was another thing. I didn't I didn't tell anyone until I got the contract. You know what I mean? You know what? <laughs> I didn't but there's a lesson myself. in this. Everybody listen. Sign yeah. the contract before yeah. you start right. running your mouth. Right? That's right. <laughs> that is that is that is 110%. You don't mm-hmm. want to speak it. Yeah, I speak it into existence, but you don't want to speak about it until you know it's it's official. Right. You know? Um, but yeah. January 4th, 2019, is Jamie Robinson's The Apollo. Name's going to be in lights. And that's huge. We're talking about Michael Jackson, James Brown. We're talking about Aretha. We're and talking I know about you're Patty. You're going to do it for the gram, right? You're going to take oh, a picture for the gram. Love. I want to see the one of you lifting your hands up to the marquee with your name on it. That's what I'm going to be see. on my knees praying. There you I'm going to be on my knees praying. <laughs> Thank you, the good man upstairs, the yes, good Lord, sir. woman or man, whatever, <laughs> you, whoever, whoever <laughs> that is upstairs. Down the blessings. This um, business, as well as radio and also mm-hmm. comedy, it's about relationships. Yeah. And that's how I've been able to move forward and stay motivated throughout the relationships and maintaining good relationships. Absolutely. You know, um, you know, business is business. You know, we can agree to disagree, but the relationship should never sour. Yeah. You know, it should never spoil unless you're doing bad business and you shouldn't be doing business with people who are who have bad intentions. So it all comes from relationships. Well, then let's talk about relationships because it's a great segue into how I'm even able to do this podcast today. You had something to do with that. So let me tell the great people out there. Um, Jamie and I actually spoke at an event earlier this year in New York at a dinner. And it was called Mm -hmm. Dinner on Us in Harlem. And it was hosted by Jackie Reed and Giselle Phelps, both of them from New York. You probably recognize the name Jackie Reed from MSNBC and the Tom Jordan Morning Show, right? That's right. Well, they had this dinner and we were actually there to speak to some folks who are like the cream of the crop of New York City media about branding and and personal brands and building your... um, content and owning your content and how they could work with their contracts and make that kind of thing happen. So I had the very good fortune to sit right next to Mr. Roberts. <laughs> That's right. And we hit it off. We became friends. And let me tell you, um, he shared with them that night about podcasts, but I wasn't really listening that much because in my mind, <laughs> I didn't have a podcast coming down the pike. <laughs> I, I, I had right. no reason to, right? At least I didn't think I did. Until um, recently, there's something else that I'm going to do that I can't talk about just yet. But in planning for that thing, I said, why don't I do a podcast? And I remembered, Jamie told me, if you need any advice about this, call me. And you know what I did? I called him and he picked up the phone and he talked to me and he poured into me. And guess what? I'm pouring it right on out. That's right. And it's here. That's right. The Culture Soup Podcast. Thank yes, you. Yes, I'm so and proud of you. And you know what? I talk about having your personal board of directors, and mm-hmm. I talk about having a diversity of people. People who are in your industry, outside of your industry, doesn't matter. 
Um, but one thing I want to add to that is it shouldn't be static. I think some people think that you should build it and be done, right? I have right. this one, that one, this one, that one, done, right? No, 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 no. You gotta it's fluid. Read, you got to read, yeah. It's fluid. And Jamie didn't know it, but he joined my personal board of directors when he poured into me with this podcast. See, that's what I'm talking about. Um, I'm just so happy for you. I'm happy that, that this is actually happening. You know, yeah. I'm so happy for you because Thank this you. is yours. It is. No it's one mine. can take it from you. Nobody can no take, can it, take from it from me. you. Nobody can say, no, 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 no. <laughs> you call the shots. You build the brand the way you want it to be built. You know, there's no talking points that you cannot address. You exactly. know, this is what you want to do, you know? And you invite the people who you want to speak to exactly. on your show. Exactly. You know? And, and you know I've been getting pitched already, right? I get some mm-hmm. craziest pitches. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, yeah. you saw that it's about tech, business, and culture. Why did you think? Okay, never mind. Delete. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then we'll try, right? Yeah. And I had to explain to somebody, too, you know, the premise is El Michelle and Friends. And mm-hmm. that's important to me because the chemistry is going to be there because we know each other. And even right. if it's a new friend or an old mm-hmm. friend, there's going to be a different kind of ch- a chatter that happens when it's somebody who's just on to pitch their stuff, right? Correct. Correct. So very it's not going to flow. As, it's not going to flow as easily. No. Now, granted, if somebody really huge called and said, "I want to be on your <laughs> podcast," you know how we're going to do it, Jamie? I'm going to call you up and I'm going to say, "Jamie, we got to interview X, Y, and Z because Beyonce said she wanted to come on, and we're going to just say." Come on, Beyonce. But you got to talk to right. me and one of my friends. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Let's speak that into existence right now. <laughs> That's what it is. Right. <laughs> Anything you want my audience to do to come see you or log on and stream one of your shows, what can they do? They need to they follow can find you me. online. Yeah, they can find find me online uh jamierobbins.com and um uh, instagram and, and twitter is comedian jamie j-a-m-i-e um and just support me uh, you know you don't have to do much just tell a friend about me if, if you don't have anyone if you're not coming to new york and you have someone come to new york tell them to come check out a show we do the best show every sunday it's called sunday night live at broadway comedy club it is the best show in new york city i'm not saying that because i host awesome. it but your favorite comedians have been on that show you know so we've had mike epps george wallace wow. we've had david spade we've had jamie roberts and we have everyone you've seen <laughs> I love it. on late night so it's a diverse show as well they always say oh it's a black show no it's diverse it's just yeah. a black man running things right you know what i mean so but it's a great night out and if you haven't been to a comedy show go out i don't care what t- city you're in what town you're in go out and enjoy life you only got one that you know of yeah. So why not enjoy it, right? Don't you ad- agree that comedy is so important to our culture? Yes, it is. Yeah. It, comedy keeps you young as well, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you start looking at some of the stuff like Martin and even like the Jeffersons, that brings you back to a time and place, you know? Yeah, You're not thinking does. about your mortgage that's due tomorrow. You're not thinking about... Uh, you know, you got to pay for the, the private school for your kids. You're thinking about when you were in high school or junior high watching Martin with your peoples or watching the Jeff. You know what I mean? It brings <laughs> right. you back to that joyous occasion. And, you know, you have to really value that. You can't put a value on it, but you have to. Well, and sometimes you guys can address social issues 
in ways that mm-hmm. other people can't, you know, yes. not even on the news. Yes. So, you know, there are times when, you know, I, I think CNN will break and like do a whole segment on what the, the late night shows had to say about the news. Right. And Correct. you see what the stand up comics are doing. And it makes a difference. And even Saturday Night Live, they have their own way of addressing yeah, they have their what's own going spell. on. <laughs> they have their own spin on it. Yeah. So yeah. anyway. well, when you're on those platforms, it's a little bit more. It's it's safe when you're on those platforms, like the CNN and the the, the uh, late night shows. But when you're in these comedy clubs, you got to be careful what you're saying. This is true. Because it will be taken and it will be distributed, and you know, before you know, it, you're in a whole mess of a whole heap of, you know, trying to get out of. So yes, gonna, but you're right. They do. We got you out of that, Jamie. So I'm yeah, going to review yeah. all scripts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do talk a little bit about political stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I speak political stuff every now and then. It just depends on which crowd I'm in front of. Um, But, you know, it's it's a hot topic and we got to know we still have rights. Even though there's an orange guy in the White House, we still have rights. You know what I mean? We still have to know where we go. (laughs) You know, (laughs) there used to be a black guy in there. Yeah. I guess yeah, orange is a new black now, for real. Lovey IJE calls him Cheeto Satan, and every time I read it, <laughs> I fall out laughing. And then I'm like, well, Frito Lay can't be be pleased with that, but that is so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's horrible marketing on their part, but yeah, they don't want to follow that. Yeah, they don't want that negative, but anyway. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the time you gave me today, Jamie, and I appreciate everything that you did to give me some advice to get this started. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. I'm so proud of you, and thank you for having me on this. This is amazing. Uh, I'm sure it's going to take off even more. I'm just a small fish in the big pond of people oh, you please. know. So oh, no. <laughs> you are going to make this happen. Everybody's You're going to make this happen. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Oh, I, I feel like I made it. <laughs> you did make it. You already made it. You made it before you thank came you. on here. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, if you didn't laugh at least a couple of times during that interview, you need to check your pulse. Anyway, you need to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Culture Soup or go online at theculturesoup.com. We've added some other distribution channels to y'all. Spreaker, we've added. Radio Public, we've added PRX. So we may be showing up on the radio, y'all. Yay! Also, make sure that you get your entry in for Audrey Dubois Harris's new Christmas album. We'll be interviewing her on Christmas Day, and we'll find out who got that signed CD. Don't miss my early bird special on my new ebook. No thanks, I'll just include myself. A guide to building your own table in the workplace and taking your rightful seat. I am offering it now ahead of 2019 for more than 20% off. So go to elmichellesmith.com for more. Also, check out the 30minutementor.com. Hashtag 30mm. I'm doing something very special in 2019. So go to that website to find out more. Thanks y'all for tuning in. The Culture Soup Podcast is a production of 
No silos communication.